E-Society! What's up? It's Azizu, back again for another NBA check-in. Might make this a regular thing. I did one last week, just on the state of the NBA, the Warriors, and everything that's going on, all the trade deadline rumors. Well, I thought I might as well come back and do a follow-up now that uh, the trade deadline is officially passed. It was also a big day with the NBA All-Star Draft being televised for the first time, Team LeBron and Team Giannis. So that was cool to see. Uh, Yeah, I liked what they did. Uh, I hope they keep it going. The next best step they could make, actually, would to be have them pick live uh, with everybody there in front of them. I think that might be fun. Maybe even do an all-star Saturday night or maybe even right before the game. Just have them right there, pick your teams, and then, you know, hit the court. You know, it's already just a fun exhibition anyway. You might as well, you know, do it that way. It's not like they really need, you know, practice time together. So uh, I thought I'd just start there with the draft and kind of, give a rundown on how they made their picks and, you know, what it might mean. Uh, Everybody was guessing before this thing started that, you know, there was going to be some uh, almost, uh, you know, politicking behind these picks. And, you know, especially with LeBron, him trying to recruit people to come to the Lakers, uh, especially missing out uh, with Anthony Davis. I know they, they tried to go all in. I'll talk about that in a minute when we get to the trade deadline. But uh, yeah, so LeBron had the first pick. He decided to go with Durant for the second year in a row. That was kind of a surprise. I mean, not really. Like I, 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 that way I predicted he was going to pick Durant, but you know, a lot of people are saying uh, Kyrie or maybe even Steph because Steph was a captain last year because LeBron was still out east, so he was the east captain. Now he's on the Lakers, he's out west, so that's why it's Giannis and and LeBron is the top vote-getters for the west and the east. So uh, after he went Durant, uh, Giannis returned the favor to Steph, who picked him last year, and he picked Steph, and then LeBron took Kyrie, which, you know, everybody's saying is a reunion in the works. Could Kyrie end up back in LA. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised with all the news of him calling LeBron to apologize about, you know, the way things went down with him leaving Cleveland. So, anyways. uh, Then... Giannis took Joel Embiid. I was a little surprised with that. I thought uh, Embiid might go last or one of the last two picks of the starters. But uh, uh, Giannis said he wanted the size. So uh, LeBron came right back and picked uh, Kawhi Leonard. Got himself a little uh, defense there with uh, Kawhi. Uh, Giannis came back and got Paul George. And then, which at that point, I remember on the broadcast, uh, Ernie was like, you guys know Harden's still on the board. So uh, with just Harden and Kemba left, uh, LeBron took Harden. And then that left Kemba Walker for Giannis, uh, who, which the game is being played in Charlotte. So Giannis, even though it was he, you know, technically he didn't pick, it just fell to him. That's where the game's held. So uh, as far as the starters, you got uh, Team LeBron. You got Durant, uh, Kyrie, Kawhi, and Harden. And then Team Giannis has Steph, 
Embiid, Paul George, and Kemba Walker. A pretty even. If I'm if I had to make a pick though, I'd actually probably go with Giannis just because he does have Steph, but then he also has Embiid too, which there's nobody as as big as Embiid. Like, yeah, Durant's. They definitely got uh, scoring on Le- on LeBron's side with Harden and Durant, but. Uh, yeah, and then as far as the reserves, I won't go back and forth, but uh, there was one interesting uh, twist on when it came to these reserves. But uh, LeBron, well, a couple. Uh, first off, LeBron, of course, went with uh, Anthony Davis, and, uh, you know, that became, you know, everybody was laughing about that because they were, you know, Lakers were trying hard to, to make that trade to get him, and it didn't happen, and... Giannis even went so far as to, to say a joke that uh, it was tampering and LeBron, you know, laughing back said like, you know, there's no tampering when it comes to the NBA All-Star. So that was kind of funny. Um, LeBron then got, uh, he got another, he got the other warrior, the only other warrior available. He got Clay with his second pick. So he, he got both uh, Durant and Clay. That's interesting. Steph's on his own on the other side with uh, Team Giannis. But uh then uh, LeBron got Damian Lillard, and he got uh, Russell Westbrook, LaMarcus Aldridge, Carl Anthony Towns, Bradley Beal, and then in the legacy spot, Dwayne Wade. Of course he did, his old friend. Uh, Giannis, he went with Chris Middleton, his teammate, which is, is, is funny. That was the first reserve he picked, even though a lot of people would say it's probably the, the, the least exciting all-star. I mean, you're an all-star, you're good, but it's hard to say if we'll ever see Middleton in another all-star game. I don't know. Maybe if the Bucks stay good, but, uh, he also got Jokic, uh, Ben Simmons, which I'll talk about here in a minute. Blake Griffin, I'm surprised he actually picked him so high. D'Angelo Russell, I really like that pick. I love what uh, Russell's doing this year. Uh, Vucevic, uh, and then uh, Kyle Lowry, uh, and then Dirk in the legacy spot. He, he didn't really have a, a, a pick there because LeBron got the choice for the legacy, and of course he's going to take D-Wade. So, yeah, uh, Dirk rounds out the draft but then the interesting part was they went to commercial and they came back and uh, while they were in commercial uh, LeBron wanted to get Ben Simmons his guy also on his uh, clutch sports the representation that represents uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron and a bunch of these guys so it's no secret uh, LeBron and Ben Simmons are close so he made a trade for uh he took Ben Simmons and then gave uh, Giannis Russell Westbrook. So now Russ and Embiid are on the same team, which is amazing. Uh, in the lead up to this, Giannis talked about wanting to do that, wanting to, to pair them up because they've got like a rivalry where Embiid's always talking about Russ's and his feelings. And, and the, the reporters asked uh, Russ if, the, if they're cool now and... and and Russ was like, F no. So, yeah, that should be really interesting. Uh, Giannis thinks he can play, uh, you know, peacemaker. But we've kind of seen that kind of tension with Russ before. That first year when Durant uh, had left OKC. And 
you know, obviously we wasn't on good terms, Russ and KD. And then, in, you know, at the All-Star game, everybody's like, oh, what's going to happen? They're going to be not cool. But, you know, there was a, there was that moment, if you remember back that year, where uh, uh, KD, I think, threw an alley-oop to, to Russ and Russ finished. And then the whole bench for the West was like, yeah, like you guys are cool again. Yeah. So that was funny. Um, but I don't know. I'm not counting on that at all. I, if anything, I assume they'll probably just keep their distance from each other. If anything, too, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they don't even end up in the game at the same time. So that wouldn't surprise me at all. But anyways, yeah, that was the NBA All-Star Draft. It was cool. I'm glad they did that. It actually went a little faster than I thought. I thought they were going to take the whole hour, but it... It really went uh, pretty fast, as fast as like, okay, I want, I want Chris Milton. Okay, I want Anthony Davis. Okay, I want Jokic. Okay, I want Clay Thompson. It really flew, so that was cool. And uh, yeah, from a Warriors fan perspective, uh, interesting. Team LeBron has both Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant, and then Steph is over on the other side. But uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, Team LeBron uh, squeaked out last year in the game over uh, Team Steph. So I say this year, especially with uh, Giannis and Steph teaming back up, they're going to want to make sure. And whatever, they've got they've got Russ, they've got Embiid. Yeah, they don't get along, but also like they care. And the teammates, uh, Russ and Paul George, Kemba Walker, it's his city that it's been playing in, Charlotte. So... They've got a reason to play for him, so um, I'd be really surprised if uh, Team Giannis didn't win this because they got a lot of reasons to win this. And you know, you could you could make up reasons for the other side with uh, you know the other two Warriors, Durant and Clay. Even though for the most part they're so low key, I wouldn't you know be surprised if they did. But Harden, obviously, Harden's on this historic scoring streak. He's got you know. 30 games at, you know, at least 30 points, the most since uh, Wilt Chamberlain. So, yeah, I mean, he's one you you definitely want. But uh, for the most part, if you look down the rest of the Team LeBron roster, you know, as far as all-star setting, a lot of these guys maybe be too chill. Durant, Kawhi, uh, Kyrie could even Kyrie can you know go crazy with the handles, but also in an all-star setting, he might take it easy. Anthony Davis, pretty low key. Clay, Dame, Ben Simmons, super low key. Aldridge, low key. Bradley Beal, man, yeah, like I'd be really surprised if Team Giannis didn't win this. So, anyways, uh, move on to the other big topic of the day. I thought about even. Maybe even doing two pods where I, I split the all-star talk and then the, the trade deadline talk. But uh, I was like, eh, I'll just wait for the draft and then do it all together. So, uh, yeah, a good amount of trades went down. I'll just pull up to see. Go back just a little ways. Um I'll go back to two days ago. Uh, the Pistons sent Reggie Bullock to the Lakers for Svi Maluk and a draft pick. Uh, at that point, people started to be like, uh, you know, like, okay, I guess. A little a little more shooting for the Lakers, but uh, I think people were still thinking the 
the Anthony Davis trade was going to go down, which maybe I should just jump to that right now. It didn't happen. Uh, I know in their last kind of ditch offer, the Lakers had pretty much everything on the table. They wanted to offer uh, Kuzma, Ball, Ingram, Hart, and draft picks. And then I think the Pelicans counteroffer was, yeah, they'll take all that. And they want... They wanted like four uh, first round draft picks and the Lakers were like, oh, be, be serious. But honestly, they probably should have just jumped and took it then. They probably missed their chance. I, I say like if you're if you're getting you have LeBron and you're getting Anthony Davis, he's still really young. You know, I think he's only 25. He's still got so many years in his prime left. Like you do that, like those first round picks they're going to be like in the twenties. Like you're going to be a pretty good team if you, if you're building around those two. So I say clear the decks and those four picks, like I said, it's not like you're going to, you're going to be getting much out of those anyway. The only ones, it was like the first two were like the next two years. And then the next two after that were like down the road, like 2024, 2025. So they figure maybe, by then the Lakers will be, you know, broken up once again and maybe it will be a better pick at that point, but who cares? Like you have LeBron James right now. This is where you need to go for it. So if that truly was like the Pelicans were ready to take that, I think the Lakers made a huge mistake in not just just doing it cuz you know, supposedly the deal deal's going to be there in the summer and maybe you know Maybe it doesn't hurt you that that much to just just wait and see if you can still get it done in the summer. I know on the Pelican side, you wait to see what Boston can offer and all these other things. But I just think, man, like Lakers, if they needed to give away five picks, like do it just to get to to, to secure Anthony Davis and LeBron for these years to come. And then you know people will come too you can fill out the rest of the team you just don't mess around Lakers already messed around and and I don't know it seems like yeah you, you know you don't want to get taken advantage of but I mean you do that like Anthony Davis a fur, you know surefire hall of fame player and he's still so young like I don't see how you don't do that because they they messed around they thought they could wait for Paul George he didn't even take a meeting with them he stayed in you know, Oklahoma City, he didn't even, everybody was so sure Paul George said he was going, and then he didn't. He stayed in OKC. And, you know, the same thing might be happening with Kawhi. Uh, the Lakers could have traded the Spurs for Kawhi. Now he's in Toronto. Let's say they go to the finals. You know, is he really going to want to leave there? And then I heard even if he does leave, he might prefer the Clippers over the Lakers. So, I don't know. Like, I really think they should have just giving them anything and everything just get ad but it didn't happen and we're past and you know we'll see maybe it'll still play out this summer but uh let's see moving on uh the other kind of big one that happened a little early was uh the clippers sent their best player tobias harris and his good buddy Boban and Mike Scott to the Sixers for Landry Shamit, Wilson Chandler, Mike, Mike Muscala, and a 2020 first-round pick, a 21 unprotected first-round pick, and two second-round picks. So for this one, the Sixers are trying to go all-in right now by getting 
Tobias, because now they can fill out the lineup. They got Embiid, Simmons, Tobias, uh, Butler, and then Redick. Yeah, so they're they're all in, and you know, I say why not? Like everybody's like, oh, you know, don't 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 you know, blow up your future. But I don't know. There are certain times when I say do it. The, the one. The one thing where people always say, like, oh, look at this bad example of blowing up your future was when Brooklyn traded for Garnett and Pierce, and they threw everything at the Celtics, and that ended up being terrible because, you know, Garnett and Pierce were already past their prime, and it did nothing for Brooklyn, and they weren't even there that long, and that was over, and Brooklyn was paying for it forever. Like, that's one thing, but like I was just saying with Davis, that's a whole different thing. Davis is set... Hall of Fame player, and I think he's only 25, so you do that, and the same thing, I mean, that's what the Sixers obviously thinking by making this Tobias Harris deal, they're like, let's let's try to make this finals run right now, like, you know, you never know with uh, Embiid's health going forward, and uh, Jimmy Butler, will he, you know, be with the team, like, you know, take a shot, you know, they, they did the process for so many years. Why not go for it? So, and as far as the Clippers go, I don't know. It was kind of weird because they actually were, I think, in the eight eight spot in the West, so they had playoff positioning. But they're all but to sure to drop out now. I heard the kind of method to that though is that they will then you know open themselves up. You know they can secure two. Max players, they can be in that running for Kawhi and then maybe somebody else. And then on top of that, like if they fall into the lottery, there's a draft pick that they still get. So they figured why, why, you know, do that, you know, get the eight seed and, you know, face the Warriors in the first round and then you're, you're, you're out <laughs> maybe in four games and you, you lose your pick. So. I guess that's their thinking, but uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, no. A uh, small one. Miami is acquiring Ryan Anderson in the deal for Tyler Johnson. Not too exciting. Uh, the Wizards sent Otto Porter Jr. to the Bulls for Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker. That's pretty interesting because obviously the Wizards are in blow-it-up mode. Uh, they've been, you know, talking about it for years now that, that the the Porter, Wall, and Beal combo just isn't working. And now Wall's in, you know, big trouble with the... He was already out for the season with the injury and then he fell in his house and uh, he's going to be out. He had he needed a different procedure now and he's going to be out all of next season too and... They're paying him crazy money, so I don't know. They're still holding on to Beal, but I don't know. The Wizards are a mess, and they, they got off the Porter deal, and from what I heard, you know, Chicago's such a mess, they're just happy to have somebody, anybody. They know free agents aren't coming to them, so. Uh, up next, a three-team deal. Sacramento traded Amon Shumper to Houston. Cleveland sent Alex Burks to Sacramento, and Houston will send Brandon Knight and Marquise Chris and a protected first to Cleveland. Uh, I guess the most interesting part of this is Shumpert, uh, you know, going to be able to help them. And Houston, 
They've definitely needed a hand. They, you know, had a really rough start to the season, and they lost Chris Paul. Uh, he's back, but, uh, you know, minutes restriction. Then they lost Capella. I don't know when he's going to be back, but uh, they've needed Harden to go on this scoring rampage that he's been doing. So, uh, you know, they're hoping Shumpert could help. The other interesting side of that was that, you know, the Kings were actually in playoff positioning too, and I heard Shumpert was, like, key for a lot of their they're young guys so it's kind of weird that they'd you know let him you know let him go but uh they did end up getting uh alex burks and then they did make another trade which maybe they figured they had in the works which is why they let shumpert go so uh which that one was the mavericks uh sent harrison barnes to the kings for justin jackson and zach randolph the Warriors' old friend Harrison Barnes from our first championship run in 2015, NBA champion Harrison Barnes. I know when uh, the Mavericks signed him, they were hoping that he could be a star, and he's never really turned out to be that. I didn't think he'd be that with the with the Warriors. You could tell there that uh, you know he's a really good like supporting player. He's good, don't get me wrong, but you want him in that like third or fourth, uh, you know, most important player in your roster. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Kings got lit of, rid of uh, Shumpert, but they get Barnes. So I guess, you know, that's, you know, kind of an upgrade. And I think the Kings will still stay in contention for that eight spot. That'd be interesting after them being bad for so many years. Uh, I hope they do it. And that'd be an interesting uh, first round. Uh, Warriors, Kings. So a little Northern California battle. So, uh, interestingly, too, during the when the Harrison Barnes train went down, uh, LeBron made some news by uh, posting that, like, oh, like, look at this. This guy gets traded right in the middle of the game, and you think that's cool, like, but you want to go at somebody that uh, makes a free agency choice. Like, this is a business. And, yeah, I mean, I totally get that. I've, I've definitely always, you know, been more on the side of the, the players. And, yeah, it'd be easy to say, like, oh, you know, yeah, of course, you're a Warriors fan. You're happy uh, Durant, you know, came to your team. And yes, of course, I loved Durant's game before he came. I couldn't believe that when that happened. That was so incredible. And uh, he may be on the verge of leaving now. Uh, we talked about it earlier on a little pod where that, uh, you know, KD hadn't talked to the media for days and then he blew up. You know, everybody, you know, in the media was especially uh, this guy for the, the athletic wrote that uh the Knicks knew something they knew that uh KD might be coming so that's why they got rid of Porzingis and and you know Durant blew up in the media like oh don't don't I don't know nothing about that Porzingis thing and like I'm trying to play for this team right now and if he leaves I mean you know, uh, obviously I'll miss him as a player. I hope he, he re-signs, but, you know, so be it. I'll, I'll never, obviously, it'll be an amazing, you know, three-year run that we had with him. And, you know, I'm thankful, I'll am i be thankful that it, that it happens. And I'm definitely, you know, with the players. As far as KD personally, like, I don't I don't know why you do that. You already, you already came to the Warriors, you know, you're two-time champion and most likely about to be a three-time champion. You know, they're going to get the new arena. You know, you've got this, you know, special thing going. I don't know why you wouldn't just 
keep it. And, you know, people say like, oh, he wants to try to repair his image and stuff by going to New York City, making that, making the Knicks, you know, a story again. And, you know, if you could talk Kyrie into going with him, yeah, maybe they could become instant contenders. But (laughs) I just think like, that's crazy. You want to go from, you know, the media attention you go now, it's going to be 10 times worse in New York. Every little thing you say or do is, you know, be all over their papers, their media. It's going to be nuts. And, like, you want that? Like, you know, I love KD, but, you know, he definitely does let things get to him more than he should. You know, he's always paying attention to social media and going back at people and going back at reporters. And, you know, people say he's sensitive. Yeah, I mean, maybe so be it, you know. I just hate that, you know... He could avoid so much of this stuff by seriously just letting his game talk for himself and just, like, not answer people or or stay away from it. But, you know, I'll get off that. I definitely recommend checking out the other pod we did uh, on Anchor earlier today if you want to hear more of that. If you haven't heard that, uh, if you have, thank you. But uh, to continue with the trade talks, uh, the Wizards traded Markeith Morris in a 2023 pick to the Pelicans for Wesley Johnson. Uh, The interesting story here is that uh, Markeith Morris is a clutch sports guy. And uh, I don't know, people are like, oh, what does that mean? Like the Pelicans getting a clutch guy when the one, you know, the big one, Anthony Davis, has made his intentions that he wants out and they didn't trade him. So... That is an interesting one for that reason. Uh, the Rockets traded James Ennis to the 76ers. The rights for a 21 second round pick. That's not really anything. Uh, the Pelicans traded Nikola Miritich to the Bucks. The Bucks will send Jason Smith and Stanley Johnson to the Pelicans for Miritich. New Orleans Milwaukee trade will include Pistons and send multiple second round picks to the Pelicans for Miritich. So, obviously, the big deal right here is Miritich. And, yeah, when he came in last year to the Pelicans after Cousins got hurt, yeah, that really helped him. He was, like, an instant fill-in. And they're hoping, obviously, does the same for Milwaukee. Milwaukee not only is the number one team out east right now, they have the best record in the whole league, even better than the Warriors' record right now, which is impressive what they're doing. And, you know, Miritich can only help that, so... I'm definitely interested to see how they'll do in the playoffs, especially against, you know, the Raptors, the Celtics, the 76ers. Everybody for years said the East is so weak, but uh, that th- th- those top four teams, you know, they're quite interesting, quite stacked. So I think it's wide open. Anything can happen with those four teams. It'd be hard for me to rank them, but, you know... Right off the top of my head, I I think I'd actually, I'd go 76ers with this Tobias Harris trade. Then I'd go, I guess I'd go, I guess I'd go Bucks, Giannis, and now that they got Miritich, Middleton, and they're playing so well. Then Celtics. They've had some problems. They're up and down, but they still got the talent. And then I'd go Raptors, which I'm about to get. They made a trade, but still, I'd probably, I'd probably put them four out of the the East teams. Houston is sending Nick Stauskas, Wade Baldwin, and a second round pick to the Pacers. Okay, Stauskas is moving around a lot. 
Clippers traded Avery Bradley, Avery Bradley to Memphis for Garrett Temple and Jamichael Green. I guess the Clips are really just clearing house now. Doc Rivers says that, you know, they're still trying to play, but... Uh, oh, yeah, here's maybe the biggest one that actually happened on trade deadline day that was, like, interesting as I was watching this stuff. I watched the the jump uh, trade deadline special this morning, and uh, Marcus Saul actually got sent to Toronto for Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, CJ Miles, and a 2024 second-round pick. Jeez, that's so far out there. And it's a second-rounder? Okay. I don't know why you needed to attach that, but so we did. Uh, but yeah, I mean, upgrade for them for sure to Gasol. Gasol's toward the end of his career, but, uh, you know, for, yeah, that East contending team, I would still put the Raptors four out of those teams, but, uh, you know, interesting move. They're going all in for sure. This might be their only year with Kawhi, so uh, good for them making a move for Gasol. That's, you know, they got Gasol, Lowry, who made the all-star team also. Leonard and uh, Ibaka, uh, OG Ananobi, so, yeah, they're all right, but still, we'll see. Uh, the Lakers traded Michael Beasley and Zubach to the Clippers for Mike Muscala. Uh, I heard this happen just because Luke Walton got into it with Beasley, so they're just like, okay. They, I, they described it as a hallway trade because, you know, Lakers, Clippers, they play the same building, so when this went down, they, they, you know, not the Beasley or Zubach was going to be a big part of a deal for Davis, but when they made that deal, everybody was like, okay, you know, Davis, Davis deals is, you know, not going to happen. Uh, the Kings traded Skull Labissieri to the Blazers for Caleb Swanigan. Okay, not too exciting. Uh, this one was this one was exciting just for like what's gonna happen with this guy. I can't believe the way his career's turned out. The 76ers decide to let Markel Fultz go, the former number one pick to the Magic for Jonathan Simmons and a first and second round pick. Uh, good for them. I mean, it sucks. He was the number one pick and they could have had Lonzo Ball or Jason Tatum and uh, you know. In the end, they get Jonathan Simmons and a couple more picks. So uh, at least they got picks. And for Fultz, new fresh start for him. And I really do. I do hope it works out for him in Orlando. If you've been following, you know, he went through some some things that seemed more on the, the mental side of the game where he was really psyching himself out. Like, you know, could he do this? Everybody's like, oh, is he, is he, is he injured? Is it physical? Is it mental? Is it both? But uh I don't know. Uh, just for, you know, a f- former first-round pick. This isn't the first time it's happened, not even recently. The uh, Anthony Bennett, from when the Cavs drafted him, number one overall that draft. That was only a few years ago. He's out of the league. He's been out of the league. He did nothing. So uh, be cool to see Fultz resurrect his career. Uh, the Grizzlies traded Shelvin Mack to the Hawks. That's all it says. Doesn't see anything. And, uh, yeah, that looks, was that it? The Kings are going to sign Corey Brewer to a 10-day contract. Yeah, that looks like it's it from the trades. The next interesting thing that's going to happen is the uh, 
buyout market is going to happen. And uh, since, you know, trades are officially over, buyouts are going to happen. Uh, I think some of the most interesting ones out there, the Knicks, the one, the people they picked up for in the Porzingis trade, Wesley Matthews uh, is for sure, I guess, getting bought out. And I thought he might join the Warriors. I know the Warriors sounded like they had some interest in him, but it sounds like he wants to go to the Pacers. Interesting choice, especially for a guy on the, the, the backside of his career. You would think he'd, you know, want to come to the Warriors. Uh, I know a player that does want to come to the Warriors, Robin Lopez. Uh, but I know the, the Bulls have kind of balked at that. And I almost wonder if it was because of uh, uh, the couple years ago, the draft. They sold us the, that draft pick that we ended up getting Jordan Bell with. And everybody was like, oh, what, what robbery. You know, Jordan Bell's a good player. And, you know. Anyways, uh, but yeah, looking forward to the rest of the NBA season. Looking forward to the all-star break, all the all-star festivities. Steph is in the three-point challenge with his brother, Seth. So looking forward to that. Dirk's in that, which would be interesting. Uh, Not a lot of big names in the NBA dunk contest. Let's see if I can find who's in this real quick. Okay, in the dunk contest, we got Hamadou Diallo, Miles Bridges, uh, John Collins, and Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, I thought Dennis Smith Jr. was going to be awesome, but I know he did it last year and wasn't that impressive. So uh, from this bunch, I think I'm going to go with the hometown where it's being played, Charlotte Hornets, Miles Bridges. A uh, ton of people in the three-point shootout. We got Devin Booker, Seth Curry, Stephen Curry, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Heald, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Dirk Nowitzki, and Kemba Walker. Kemba's the hometown guy, but I think Steph is going to be extra motivated, not only going against his brother, but back where he grew up in Charlotte. I think he's going to want to make a statement and uh, win another three-point contest. So I could easily see... Uh, Steph taking it home. Uh, the skills challenge, Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma, Luka Doncic, uh, Nikola Jokic, De'Aaron Fox, uh, Vucevic, Trey Young, and Mike Conley. I think my pick will be De'Aaron Fox. Uh, he pops to me as the fastest. He got a, a bunch of guys that... Either play a little cool, like Tatum and Kuzma. Uh, a couple guys that are maybe a little slower, Doncic and, and Jokic and Vucevic. Uh, Trey Young, rookie. Mike Conley, more of a vet. I wouldn't be surprised to see his heart not fully in it. So, yeah, uh, I think I'd be shocked, actually, if De'Aaron Fox didn't win that one, so... Yeah, so looking forward to the All-Star game, all the skills challenges that I just mentioned. So I'll probably next check in after that, maybe like right after all the skills in the lead up to the game, or maybe I'll wait till the All-Star game is being played. Maybe I'll do, or maybe I'll do two. So uh, can look forward to that. On the other side, as far as uh, East Society goes, 
looking forward to checking out the Lego movie, hopefully soon before we next record. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Russian Doll, the Netflix show, and, uh, you know, a whole bunch of stuff like we always do. And uh, we're going to be doing more anchors soon. Uh, I know Nez has uh, a Warriors-themed one in the mind uh, for the anniversary of that film, so... Yeah, uh, we'll be back soon with all that and more, and hopefully I'll be back with one of those NBA ones, and hopefully you enjoyed it, and have a good one, be safe, I'll see you next time, E-Society.